Very welcome to Good Morning Roscommon with Damien Finneran once again on a Thursday morning on the uh, 5th of May. Um, yeah, so what we're going to be talking about today, and we have a brief interview that I've done um, from a guy who was a refugee for, for you know, a good few number of years, and um, now he... Um, he is involved in the Sanctuary, which is an organisation that helps people who are refugees or in direct provision, helps them in education or, or in lots of different ways, um, and also gives scholarships. Uh, this is a, a programme that I could foresee possibly coming in place also for the um, for Ukrainian families. I think it's a really good initiative. I think it's a great initiative. I think it's important to have these structures in place. Um, you know, you know, when people move to our country and we're lucky enough and privileged that we can put something in place, I think it's very important that we that we um, have facilities like that and, and use uh, forward thinking and initiative. OK, and I'm um, going to be playing plenty of mixture of popular and country music. Again, uh, things are opening up. So um, are they're well opened up at this stage? I was out at the weekend again. There was you know, uh, a really good buzz around the place. Okay, um, so I'll start you off with this song. Hope you're all really enjoying the show this morning. Two great songs there, one from Big Tom, Four Oats to Glanamaddy, and the other one is um, Larry Cunningham, Lovely Leitrim. Um, I've heard about that song for years and years from... um, the, some of their rural legend stories about when Larry Cunningham came to Belligar Carnival, there was there was uh, cars thrown all over the all over the um, the road in and out of Belligar because there was such a big there was such a big audience back in that time. That I think it was in the in the sixties or seventies. Um, so yeah, that's Larry Cunningham, another lovely Leitrim because uh, Galway are playing Leitrim in the Connacht semi final. That's a big game. Uh, so this shout out to any of the Leitrim listeners and Galway listeners that I have um, this morning. Another great game of hurling at the weekend. Uh, you know, Galway and Kilkenny game was was excellent. Um, I think Galway deserved the win on the day. Uh, it was a brilliant game. Thoroughly enjoyed it. So um, that that's that. Now we're going to move on again with a bit of music, and uh, I'm going to play that interview then from. Um, uh, that guy that's what that works for the sanctuary okay so um can you introduce yourself please and just give me a background of your um your journey to ireland okay thank you very much uh damien so my name is uh, humayun uh, i am a sanctuary ambassador and a refugee from Afghanistan, and I'm the national coordinator of uh, Schools of Sanctuary in Ireland. I help schools to start their journey as a school of sanctuary. And uh, my background, um, I was um, a humanitarian aid worker before coming to Ireland. I worked with one of the Irish charities called Concern Worldwide. I was head of the education program uh, in Afghanistan, so just... um, Uh, Before coming to Ireland, I had faced some serious challenges and dangers to my life, and it was not any more possible to continue my job and my work. So I had to leave behind my family, my work, my uh, people, my house, everything, and had to seek asylum in Ireland. So now I am an accepted refugee, 
and I'm helping other refugees and other migrants to find themselves welcomed, safe, and included in different um, uh, sections and different um, parts of the society and our community. For example, in schools, in universities, in churches, in the gardens, in the libraries, in different places. They should get this feeling of welcome, inclusion, and safety. Well done. That's um, that's very good to hear that there's organisations out there that's working at, the, at uh, different levels to provide supports and services to people uh, who are, um, you know, on a journey that's very difficult. And I suppose for 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 uh, Irish settled people, it's uh, sometimes we don't take into consideration that the difficult journey people are on. Sometimes I suppose we we might judge or we might have a stereotype of somebody without the human story. But I suppose behind, behind every person there's a human story. Um, and even, even behind, um, uh, behind persons there's a human story, uh, but there's a, a deeper human story maybe of somebody that has, that has come here under, under certain conditions. Um, so it's important to, to understand that. Um, yeah, so can you talk to me a little bit about the... Um, about the sanctuary and, and uh, what involvement you have in that in, in UIG and what we're doing today. Uh, thank you, uh, Damien. Just um, in regards to the whole sanctuary movement, um, uh, this movement has been across the UK, Northern Ireland and Ireland, Republic of Ireland, and there are hundreds of uh, schools who are already recognized as schools of sanctuary. And then particularly University of Sanctuary is something very unique to Ireland. Now there are over nine universities and um, uh, ITs, Institute of Technologies, that have um, been recognized as universities of sanctuary, and NUIG Galway is one of them. And today... um, I'm here to support um, NUIG Galway um, in regards to um, organizing a workshop around the Schools of Sanctuary. And this Schools of Sanctuary is um, around three core principles of learn, take action, and share. So learning includes um, learning about people seeking sanctuary, why they are coming here, what challenges or dangers did the sanctuary seekers face in their own countries, what issues they had on the way before uh, arriving in Ireland, and what challenges, issues they are having here. And then obviously we will know about their cultures, traditions, language, uh, country, food, clothing, everything. This is very important to learn about people who are living in our communities and who can contribute, who can share some parts of their story, you know, they can they can be included in different ways in this aspect. And also when coming to taking action, second core principle of schools of sanctuary, it's about um, school, what, what challenges, issues they can address by taking actions. And similarly, the parents, the students, the community, so they will have to take some actions to improve the situations for people to find themselves uh, safe, included, and welcomed. And then lastly, share. So all you have done, how can you share that with the rest of community, with the rest of society, for example, through your website, through the mainstream media, and talk about your success stories, talk about your, you know, whatever activities you have been doing, 
part of your sanctuary journey. And this will encourage others to uh, follow the suit and, you know, start their own journeys. Thank you. Um, I suppose people, um, you know, presently we're living in a world where, um, you know, there could be, you know, this refugee and crossing borders, it's it's a reality anymore. You know, it's not just one mainland Europe or one mainland Ireland or, or the UK or Germany or France. I think there's a evolving situation where there's people's, peoples are going to be having to live together and human rights need to be respected um, because the reality is there's probably more than likely going to be a lot of refugees uh, coming from, from the Ukraine in the next while and maybe there's, who knows, we don't really know what's going to happen, you know, politically, geopolitically, but uh, there definitely is some of the nations are, um, are um, you know, they're, they're moving in, in a very, um, you know, a very negative situation so so that is something to bear in mind that we need to be thinking about this holistically and humanitarian um, also as well um, uh, direct provision is something I spoke to a couple of people about direct provision previously it's not a great system we have in the country at the moment um, uh, it's not it's inhumane also I think that's something that that policymakers need to have to look at and and um, and uh, make a few decisions on and change um, and you know I know it's a tough reality to to talk about with Irish people sometimes we're very insular and we like our own you know private uh, way of life but um, some of some of that has to change as well now there's a lot of people in local Roscommon have been very good like in Balahadreen there they've taken in a lot of people so there is goodwill out there and Irish the generosity of Irish people and that's something that's recognised quite a bit and that's why a lot of people um, like this man here has uh, you know has, has um, been involved it's because Irish people generally are generous so it's not a judgement on, any, on anyone listening this morning it's just um that's just the 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 way it is, or the way it's going to be, um, and you know we'll hear we'll hear a lot of information through the media, uh, through the mainstream media. Um, but these are conversations we need to be having locally. And I'm always I'm always talking about having you know bringing politics local because if we don't have these conversations locally, and we're waiting for uh, a lot of the information for the mainstream media, sometimes we uh, we won't. We won't. Um, we'll get a distortionate view because, as you know, Rupert Murdoch has Dennis O'Brien. These type of people have vested interests in the media. We hear. Um, okay, uh, so um, that's that's it. Uh, is there anything else you just want to you want to finish off with? Uh, yeah, I suppose I can just say that you know. The whole story of migration in Ireland, um, as you know, um, I think Ireland has the biggest uh, uh, population that lives outside of Ireland. I was reading one of the books. It said there are 48 million people who claim to be uh, originally from Ireland and they live outside. And I think Ireland has a lot in terms of... Um, that background, you know, and that's why they are very, very caring. They are very um, kind and welcoming in different ways to the refugees and migrants because they kind of have shared background and values. And the other thing I wanted to say is that um, 
If we want to promote a culture of welcome, safety and inclusion, it's important to know about people's stories. And the only way that we can know about people's story is to engage with them, to work with them, and to uh, have different sanctuary ambassadors from the refugees and migrants group to come to speak to you, to share some parts of their story, for example, why did they come to Ireland and what are their issues, what challenges they face and how can they contribute to the uh, society in the community. By, like you mentioned direct provision, many people lived in direct provision system for years and years not allowed to work, not allowed to engage in the community and in different ways they were kind of facing mental health issues and so on but by connecting with the sanctuary ambassador groups, you can empower these people to come forward, to be confident, to speak publicly, to engage with politicians, to share their stories, and to take actions, and to contribute back to the society. And many of these migrants come with a lot of skills and you know education and things like that. And we can benefit by connecting with refugees and migrant groups. So that's, I suppose, it's quite important. And if you want to know more, if people want to know more about the whole sanctuary movement, they can always look um, um, on sanctuary um, movement on, on Google, for example. Just type Places of Sanctuary Ireland. It will connect you to the website. And Or if you wanted to know more about um, uh, universities of Sanctuary Ireland or schools of Sanctuary Ireland, you just Google it and you will get a lot of stories and news and information out there. Thank you very much. Okay, uh, as I said, we're just going to finish up. I suppose one last point I want to make, and I'm just going to make it as we're finishing up. Um, unfortunately, it's the minority of people that um, end up, you know, playing into stereotypes and playing into, you know, um, you know, racist, race, racist, racist, uh, uh, racial discrimination. Racial discrimination. <laughs> yeah. Thanks very much for that. Um, you know, that's the minority. You know, and don't feed into that or don't play into that if, if, if possible. Because I'm sure there's listeners at home thinking, you know, we always hear the bad news, but there's so many there's so many good stories out there. And um, it is the small minority in the pubs on the high stools and talking the talk and whatever. That's the that's the minority. Um, <laughs> you want to come in and say yeah. something? I just want to say that, you know, um, everything is around awareness and education. For example, if I moved from Afghanistan into a new community here in Ireland, if I did not say anything about myself to my neighbors, to the new community, they will be thinking, oh, this man has come here to invade and to take our jobs or take the opportunities. So they will make that, some people will make that judgment. But if you educate them that, why you came? What is your background and what issues challenge it? We're all human beings. We just, I think, um, we have that feeling of um, being welcomed and being safe and included. So we would love to connect with the local community and we would love to share our stories. And I'm sure once we share our stories and background, people will empathize and sympathize. So I encourage the uh, host community, being Irish people and then the refugees and migrants to, uh, to connect. Human connections are important. Thank you. Okay, uh, thanks very much. I just want to thank... Um Mahoon Sarad, uh, he's the national um, coordinator of the Place of Sanctuary of Ireland. 
Um, I just want to thank him very much for that for that interview. You can reach him on um, if you Google the School of Sanctuaries, uh, you'll 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 find the information. Or um, yeah, yeah, you can phone them up there if you have any further questions, or even give me a call here at the radio and leave a message for um, for me to contact them. You can call me on an oh eight. Three eight five nine nine seven four eight, or you can email the studio at any time to studio at rossfm.ie or uh, give us a call in on oh nine oh six six two eight one six one. I suppose um, this man's story uh, has you know has very um, similar connotations to what's happening in the world and also what's what's been happening for years and years and years I suppose not just in the Ukraine but also all over the world um, it's probably come to more light here in the Ukraine now because it's more visible and we can relate to it more because um, it's the European Union and the Ukraine were uh, hoping to join the European Union which was part of the which is part of the um, conflict. So, um, yeah, it's become more real. You know, uh, the plight of refugees um, in the world has been, you know, going on for, for a, a number of years. So it's uh, it's good to get that insight. Uh, I'm going to play a song now, a song that reminds me of, um, I suppose, something that, that, you know, a lot of people in older generation in Ireland would have... Uh, would have... Um, I suppose they would have used or it's like uh, it's like, you know, taking things slowly and slowly and not to get too stressed or too caught up in things. And I think that's important uh, nowadays uh, for, you know, people coming in on a plight and, uh, you know, moving from a difficult country to moving here or even people having social issues or anxiety. It relates to so many things, so that's why I think this song is brilliant and music can speak a thousand words. Okay. Well, I uh, hope you enjoyed the music. There, we're back with the music here once again. Um, the I was just checking there. I seen online Balagar Carnival is getting ready to um, to get set up and going again. So that's on during the summertime. There's loads of other festivals happening. There's one in um, Castlery that's really interesting. It's called the Day and Night Festival. It's not on till the end of the year. But it's it's really interesting and it's a fun day as well for the kids. It's um it's a two day festival, so I'm really really interested and maybe hopefully to try and get an interview for somebody about that to um uh, to develop to develop it more. I think it's one of the biggest festivals that Roscommon maybe has had, um in the line of music and creative arts and 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 that type of thing. Um, don't quote me on that now, but I I, I think it's a pretty good festival, a pretty big festival, um. Also, there's all types of festivals. Maybe if you email into the studio on studio at rossfm.ie and let us know what is happening in your area, that would be great. And I can um, I can promote it here on the show. Um, yeah, because I think, you know, it's really important that we all mix and, um, you know, get back to the to the normality uh, of, you know, uh, going to different things and visiting different communities. Um, I know myself we're, we're, we're heading down to see some friends down in Lanesborough and you know it's good to um, get out and about and uh, the more festivals that's out there and the more things for the kids that's to do is great so the more we should um, 
we should do that. Okay, so let us know if there's anything happening in your area. That would be great. All right, and I'm going to play some more songs to keep in tune with the summertime and everything that's happening. All right, thanks. I'm going to be signing off now. Uh, I want to thank Jerry Glenn Carpentry for his kind sponsorship. We'd be lost without our sponsors. Uh, I hope you took something away from uh, this morning's show. I've really enjoyed it. Um, I want to thank Louis uh, uh, for all his help here, Ross FM and Seamus and everybody else on the team. Uh, it's really, uh, you know, really good to be involved in a community radio station. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to sign off with a couple of songs and uh, sure, I'll talk to you next week. Okay, bye.